presents High School Basketball. And Bearcats equal their largest lead, 35-28. They've scored eight in a row. At the other end, Westside dribbling all the way in. Inside, Moran forcing the shot. Meisner no good. And here we go the other way. Carney wants to run. It's Snyder pulls up from six and hits it. Tonight, the season tips off in the brand-new Kearney High School as the Bearcats host the state-rated Millard West Wildcats. High School Basketball and KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hit Sports Club. Cannon Coster and Jake Techmeyer into the right corner. Three, Coster on the way. Good. They gave him just a little bit of a scene. And Cannon Coster has seven of the nine points here for Kearney High. Both Millard West squads qualified for state last season, with the girls finishing in the Class A runners-up. Carney is coming off a winning season and looks to christen their new gym with a victory tonight. It's the Wildcats and Bearcats coming up next, but first the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Carney High School with KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good evening once again, everyone, from the brand-new Carney High Gymnasium. Doug Duda, along with our producer-engineer, Ed Smith, ready for boys basketball. Top 10 battle. Carney High is ranked 7th and 10th in the Lincoln Journal-Star and Omaha World-Herald, while Millard West is 6th and 9th. So we'll see how things shake out starting tonight and throughout the month of December. This is the New Tech Seed pregame show. The first one came down to the wire, but it was a 42-39 to win for Millard West's girls over the Kearney High Lady Bearcats. Now this is part of a pod tournament or a season opening tournament where Creighton Prep, Lake Northeast are playing on the other side of this and then the teams will meet in the Metro on Saturday. We hope to get a chance to talk to Jason Boyd about his game at halftime of ours now they are playing their jv girls game at the same time the varsity boys game is going on so timing is always a factor there as well but the carney boys now beginning their second year under head coach drake baronic is trying to build a little depth they lost some good players off last year's team but their top scorer cannon coster has returned you've got the big guy at robinson inside that has advanced his game and maybe a little more depth out there millard west They've got some height tonight with Brock Burling, the 6'8 junior, and Colby Gomez, the 6'5 junior. And they've got some talent coming off the bench as well in Simon Hay, a 6'3 senior. So plenty of seniors on this Millard West team for Kearney High. Uh, you take a look up and down at their roster. They've got a good number of seniors as well, but they start two sophomores and a junior tonight. And we'll look at the starting lineups right after this. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. 
Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Insurance. Time now for a look at the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And we will start with the Wildcats of Millard West. Number five is the 5'11 senior, Shea Wyatt. Number 10 is a 5'11 senior, Christian Hall. Number 12 is a 5'11 junior, Giovanni Guido. Number 34 is a 6'5 junior, Colby Gomez. And number 54, 6'8 junior, is Brock Burling. Head coach at Millard West is Bill Morrison, along with Dan Hall, Dale Gall, Matt Starks, Brett Sipker, Ian Delight, and Chris Tauber. Opening game of the season, ranked 6th and ninth in the state. For Carney High, we'll look at their starting lineups in just a moment as they're going to play the National Anthem for the second time tonight. So we'll take a break and continue the starters right after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Kearney. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Continuing our Five Points Bank starting lineups for the Carney High Bearcats. Number three, six-foot-one-inch senior, Jake Techmeyer. Number 24, six-foot-two-inch senior, Ryan Koski. Number 33, six-foot-one-inch sophomore, Carson Schwartz. Number 43, six-six sophomore, Shiloh Robinson. And number 44, six-three junior, Cannon Coster. The head coach of the Carney Bearcats is Drake Moronic, assisted by Jim Moran, Mitch Olson, Alex Thayer, Ryan Milks, Jake Waller, and Keaton Klebeck. Ranked 7th and 10th of the preseason Omaha and Lincoln rankings. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Kearney, Miller West, top 10 boys basketball on the opening night of the season and the first varsity boys game in the new Kearney High School tips off when we return. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. 
You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed, your yield leaders. New Tech Seed dealers, contact one near you for all your seed needs. Proud to support our area athletes, coaches, and teams. In and out of the game, Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. The Bearcats from left to right, the Wildcats from right to left as you listen along your radio dial. The home white and blue trim for Carney, the traveling black and green trim for Millard West. Robinson will jump center for Carney High, and it'll be Burling jumping center for Millard West. And we are underway as the ball is in the air, and the opening tip will be controlled once, twice, and it'll be Millard West to grab it. And let's see what... They want to do right off the bat if they want to try and utilize that height and pound the ball inside. Off a man-to-man here for the Bearcats. The ball is punched away by Ryan Koski. It goes into the backcourt, but is run down there by Shea Wyatt. Long outlet pass. Carney's a little bit out of uh, their defense here going for the steal. Pull-up jumper by Hall is good. Christian Hall hits the opening jumper, and Millard West leads it 2 to nothing in our first 30 seconds. Koski will bring the ball up the floor, committing to play Northwest Missouri State Baseball. Last month, over to Techmeyer, skip pass over to Coster, the returning All-Stater and team's leading scorer. Coach Austin Murray graduated. He was right there with him last year. Coster starts to drive. They kick it back up top. It goes through the hands of Koski. Stolen away, Wyatt uncontested. He went for the dunk, and he missed it. And that'll get the Rowdies going. Rebound brought down by Koski, and then they turn it over again. So he missed the dunk, but he went in and got the steal again. Carney with a couple of early turnovers. Shot from the left wing, no good. Koski tries to pull it down, but it's taken away and missed again. Koster gets the rebound after Guido missed the little putback. And Cannon Koster is fouled. The foul on Guido will be the first of the basketball game. 2-0, Millard West, 6.49 to go here in the first quarter of play. So Techmeyer will bring the ball up the floor. Carson Schwartz hands it off to him. In the starting lineup in this sophomore year. Over to Robinson. He's the other sophomore to Schwartz in the left-hand corner. One dribble trying to post up Robinson. He's doubled. Kind of a sagging zone here. And Koski, he was going to travel, so he had to throw it up. And Carney now turned it over three times early on as Millard West will push it up. Long three by Hall is off the iron. No good. Robinson is in there for the Bearcat rebound. He'll give it off to Schwartz. Carson pushes it up on the left wing. Numbers not there for the trailer. Robinson. Back over to Coster. First three of the year is around the rim and out. No good. Rebound brought down by Brock Burling. It looked like he was going to get things to a great start here for the Bearcats. Into the front court with it is Shea Wyatt. Over to Hall. Garbage the greatest music from the 60s, 70s, Hall. and 80s. Three-pointer, good. Excuse me, not Hall. Wyatt with the three-pointer, good. And it is five to nothing. And on the other end, Techmeyer hustles back and is going to be fouled as he takes it to the hoop. Late getting there was Giovanni Guido, and that's two early fouls on the starting guard. Coach Morrison already has a sub of the bench. Millard West girls, Vance Teal got into some early foul trouble and had to set. Two free throws coming up for Jake Techmeyer, trying to get the first points of the year for Carney High, and the lefty strokes it up, and it spins off no good. Simon Hay checks in. We told you he was one of the talented players off the bench, a 6'3 senior. And for Carney High, here's Devin Koble coming in. The 6'3 senior. He'll replace Koski. Second free throw, Techmeyer, is good. So Jake will get one of two. And it is 5-1, Millard West. 
Carney High puts on the zone trap. West is patient, breaks the full-court pressure and gets it to Hay. Pull up three from the big fella, and he'll drain it. Over on the right wing, Colby Gomes hits the three-pointer, and it's now 8-1. to one. Millard West off to a good start at the other end. Robinson down to the low block. Ball fake has it blocked from behind by Brock Burling, and then a loose ball foul on Carney. And it's going to go against Devin Coble, his first First on the ball club. And so not a good start here for the Kearney High Bearcats. Trailing 8-1, to one, three turnovers, picking up the foul there. And now we have a little discussion over the scores table on something or the other. We want to let you know that we've got basketball just getting underway on ESPN 1460. The Kearney Catholic boys are at Beatrice tonight. And that should just about be ready to tip off if it hasn't already. And on 1230 AM KHAS, St. Cecilia's at Columbus Scotus. Our radio games are always online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Now we're ready to play basketball again, and Hay will bring it up the floor here for Millard West. Swings it over to Wyatt on the right wing. Keep it outside the arc, trying to get the big fellas open on a pick and roll. They get it to Burling, back over to Wyatt. Shea fakes the three, drives, switches hands. His short runner is no good. Robinson will grab his second rebound. Outlet passes knocked away. Another Bearcat turnover, something they were very good about last year, was valuing the basketball, but that's four turnovers in three minutes here for Carney High. And they trail 8-1 to one off the screen. Hall fakes the three, drives into the paint, kicks it out for a long three that is no good by the big fella in Gomez. And a rebound brought down by Robinson, and he is fouled. So Shiloh in there hitting the boards. And that'll be the third foul already here for Millard West. And more substitutions. Coming in is Omid Saduki. Saduki coming in is a 6'5 senior for Millard West. That foul, by the way, was on Brock Burling, his first. Carney High. In transition, pull up three, Techmeyer, it won't go. Long rebound into the corner, Robinson got it, but his toe stepped out of bounds. Right in front of the Millard West fans, just ran out of real estate. Four and a half to go first quarter, Millard West eight, and Carney High one. Trey Clevenger has checked in for the Bearcats, and he is going to pester Christian Hall in the backcourt, and the Bearcat man-to-man. Over to right, back up top, looking at the three is Hay. Wyatt trying to get a backdoor screen set here. Bounce pass to him. Ball fake on Techmeyer, and he'll lay it up. And that was a beautifully executed play here by Millard West. And they now lead it 10-1, not even midway through the first quarter. And Robinson gets tied up trying to dribble at the top of the key. It's a travel. And Carney's turned it over five times. Drake Baronic continues to take a knee in front of his bench over there. Hoping that he doesn't have to bring the young man over for a talking to any quicker than the end of the quarter break. But now Trey Clevenger bodies up too much at half court on Christian Hall and will be called for his first foul. Checking back into the ball game will be Ryan Koski. Again, earlier tonight in the girls' game, Millard West held on 42-39. to It was back and forth the entire second half. But Carney only led for about five seconds the whole game. Inbounds pass, deep left corner to Wyatt. Wyatt dribbles out of there, swings it over the right corner to Hall. Back to Wyatt, drives the baseline. He'll pull back and hit another jumper. Seven points now for Shea Wyatt. It's 12-1. to 
Up the floor to Koski, trying to make something happen. He got hit on the arm. No call. The ball stolen away. Hall fouled him, and they didn't whistle it. That's why the ball came loose. Christian Hall will walk it up. Clevenger will wait for him. Swing it over to Hay. Simon Hay, one-on-one on Coble. Gets to the free throw line. Pull up jumper. They can't miss. 14 to 1. The Bearcats going to have to call a timeout. That is a big deficit to try to overcome. Good thing there's a lot of game left, but the Bearcats can't buy a bucket and Millard West can't miss. 3.19 to go in the first quarter. Millard West 14, Carney 1. This time I brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. At Acera Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at acericare.com. Acera Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. With all the buzz surrounding weed resistance and new technologies, are you having a hard time deciding on next year's soybean crop plan? At Aurora Cooperative, we have been evaluating all of your potential soybean management combinations and have solutions for your farm, including our very own A-brand Liberty Link soybeans. This locally tested brand of soybeans allows you to take control of your soybean yields, enjoy clean fields with safe application and approved in-crop chemistry. See an Aurora Cooperative sales agronomist to see if A-brand Liberty Link cropping system is the right fit for your fields. Aurora Cooperative putting own equity to work. And back to action. Trey Clevenger is going to fire up a three as we get back to action, and the three-pointer is no good. And then a foul called on Carney High as Hunter Schnurley came in to get the rebound coming out of the timeout. Shiloh Robinson picks up his first personal foul, the third for Carney High. 14 to 1, Millard West here. 310 to go in the first quarter, and it's Millard West basketball. They forced six turnovers and have made almost every shot. Simon Hay on the crossover. One that didn't go. Schnurley tries to save it. He does. He throws it off a Bearcat leg and it goes out of bounds. So another opportunity here for Millard West. Fourteen to one, the score, and they will lob it in. The ball knocked away. Steal is made by Coster. He'll take it up the floor and missed the layup. Oh my goodness! Schnurley with the rebound. That was the first Millard West turnover. He saw the pressure coming on his back shoulder, but one that just wouldn't go in for Cannon Coster. Now a three at the other end, no good. Shiloh Robinson got the rebound, and they're going to call it over the back foul. On Millard West, should go against Siddiqui. Or Schnurley, maybe they're going to call Schnurley. Looks like that's where it's going to go, his first. And now Techmeyer back in for Carney High. So Techmeyer, Clevenger, Coster, Robinson, and Koski on the floor. 14-1, Millard West, 2.40 to go here in the first quarter. Bearcat basketball. Clevenger brings it up the floor. Stutter dribble here on Simon Hay and a man-to-man. Left elbow, get it to Coster. 
Fakes the handoff. He wants to drive into the paint. We get a little too much lean, and he's going to get the foul called too handsy out there for Colby Gomez. Going to be hard to guard Coster one-on-one. And now he'll throw it in from out of bounds. Want to keep an eye on him as the Bearcats box the lane underneath their own hoop. Lob it out to Clevenger on the right wing. Right back to Cannon. Three-pointer on the way. It came up short. Might have got tipped. And the board is grabbed by Simon Hay. Bearcats 0 of 5 from downtown. Millard West is 2 of 4. Hay blows right by the defender. Gives it off to Saduki. Missed it. Put back is good. Impressive, impressive. Millard West here so far. The better of it in the first seven minutes. Coster drives a little out of control. Throws it up. No good. Got his own rebound. Back up and in. And finally, the Bearcats get a field goal. Cannon Coster just said, I'm taking it to the hole. He missed the first one, but got the offensive put back. And at the line to try to complete the three-point play. Foul is going to be on Schnurley. That is his second and the team's sixth. And it looks like Coach Morrison wants to do some substituting. They'll get Saduki out of there. They'll also get Schnurley out of there. They're going to go a little smaller and bring the guards Wyatt and Hall back in. Hay stays in there with the big boys, Gomez and Burling. Now Cannon Coster to shoot the free throw. On the way, and it is no good, but an offensive rebound pulled down by Koski. Tries to get it back up. Does miss Robinson. Got it. So effort making up for the lack of the ball going into the hole, and Carney High has a four-point trip, which was drastically needed. They're still down 16-5. to five. Minute 40 to go here in quarter number one. Now Millard West spreads the floor. Backdoor alley-oop. There's the dunk for Colby Gomez. Fast break the other way. Carney throws it away, but it was tipped. So they'll get it underneath their own hoop. They lost Colby Gomez. He just kind of sauntered over into the corner and made a big break for the hoop. Had it set up all the way. Techmeyer to throw it into the baseline here for the Bearcats. Gets it to Clevenger, right back to him, no shot. They'll reset it with Koski at the top, overload right side. Koster now comes out, takes it between the circles. Over to Techmeyer. They sag on him, doesn't want the three, skip pass to Koster. Everybody out top but Robinson. Techmeyer one dribble over to Koster. No dribble penetration right now by the Bearcats. Techmeyer off the screen, working against Hall, got him crossed over, decides not to take it into Koski. Dumps it into Robinson, layup good. On the assist from Koski, Shiloh with back-to-back buckets. 18 to 7, but remember it was 16 to 1, so maybe a little something starting here for the Carney boys. Took the Carney girls a long time to get started, and a walk on Millard West, trying to back himself down on Robinson, was Burling, and Robinson did it perfectly. The last time he came to take that step, he just got his hip out of the way and let him walk. That'll be turnover number two for Millard West. Schwartz comes back into the lineup. Clevenger out, Coster, Schwartz, the original five, Techmeyer, Robinson, and Koski. And a foul on the inbound. Going to be called on Christian Hall. And that is the seventh team foul. So in the first quarter, Carney's already at the line shooting free throws. Let's see if they can make it pay off for the sophomore, Carson Schwartz. 18-7, Millard West. 51 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Schwartz to shoot the one-and-one. Front end up. Front end good. 18-8. 18-8. Second free throw for Schwartz. Can get it back to single digits. 
which would be saying something where they were just a minute ago. Second free throw up, and it's too strong. Fight for the rebound, and it's going to be Gomez to get his first one. It's stolen away. Costa up and in, and he's fouled. Hustle is turning it around. I'm not saying that Millard West isn't hustling, but Carney High has turned it up a notch. Chad and Coster with another chance at a three-point play. Couldn't finish a minute ago, but has a chance to do it right now. And the foul is going to be called on Colby Gomez. And that is his third, according to the board. Free throw, Coster, good. And they've got to get Gomez out of there. And that takes a big piece of their height puzzle off the floor. They will bring Sadeki back in. Sadeki is, as we told you, 6'5". 18 to 11. The Bearcats are on a 10 to 2 run and still trail by seven, but they're trying to get back in the game. Up the floor is Wyatt. Tries to draw a foul in the backcourt and almost lost the ball to Hall. Back up to Siddiqui. Now he'll swing it back out to Wyatt. 35 seconds to go in the first quarter. 18 to 11. Middle West leading here at Kearney High. The Wildcats spread the floor. And we got a foul away from the basketball. Shiloh Robinson battling down there with Siddiqui. And that's going to be Shiloh's second. And I know the referee had to give him some words on his first foul, so he's watching him. And anytime you're being watched, you can't get away with as much. And he'll have to keep that in mind. And I think Coach Veronic wants to get him out of there for just 26 seconds to go. He's due for a breather anyway. Coble's back in. Clevenger's back in. Millard West ball underneath their own hoop. Up seven with 26 seconds to go in the first quarter. Hall to throw it in. Lobs it into Siddiqui. Tries to make a one-hand catch in the paint. Does. Puts it up and in. Nice job by Omid to control the inbounds pass and then score. 20-11. to 11. Clevenger pushes it up the floor. Costa, the trailer, has it with 15 seconds. He'll back it up. Guarded there by Simon Hay. They want to clear it out. Let Costa take him one-on-one. Eight seconds. They double him. Jump pass over to Clevenger. Stolen away. Wyatt has time to get to the other end. Give it off for the layup that's missed. Wyatt's tip at the horn won't go. So Millard West got the steal but couldn't add the two points. And at the end of one in our first boys varsity contest of the year, it's Millard West 20 Carney High 11 on KKPR-FM. Carney, Grand Island, Hastings. If some winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. Plus the personal service of Steve Barinol, Tino Martinez, TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Carney. TM Sporting Goods. A division of protein design. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now, but if you want first pick on their 2017 inventory or want to special order a new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and check out the full lineup of Larson FX fishing boats or the new Four Winds RS SS 230s. They also have great buys on pontoons and tritunes. Buzz's offers competitive no-hassle financing for new and pre-owned boats, so it's one-stop shopping. The best dealer between Denver and Omaha. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine. South Central Avenue, Carney. Along with our producer, engineer Ed Smith, I'm Doug Puda with you here at Carney High. Again, a big thank you to Athletic Director Mitch Stein and the crew for their hospitality, the opening varsity basketball games of the year. And the Carney High girls came up just short against number two Millard West, 42 to 39. 
And here in the boys' game, Millard West jumped out 15 to 1, 16 to 1, and now it's 20 to 11. And the Bearcats will get the ball to start the second quarter. Jake Techmeyer has it against the Millard West man-to-man, guarded now by Giovanni Guido, who picked up two early fouls. Pass over to Coster. His entry pass kicked away. Five points for Coster, four for Robinson. Carney's been okay on the boards, even at nine, according to my numbers. Shea Wyatt has seven. Colby Gomez has five for Millard West. Seven turnovers for the Bearcats, three for Millard West. A couple of those coming very late. Schwartz with it up top here for Carney. Carson swings it over to Techmeyer. Open three, and he got it. Jake Techmeyer with the first three of the game for Carney. They'd missed all five attempts in the first quarter while Millard West was two of four. And it's now a six-point game. 20 to 14. Dribbling way out around the scorer's table is going to be Simon Hay. Draws the double team, swings it left side to Guido. Guido drives and kicks it back out to 6'8. Burling to Hall for three. It's off the heel. No good. Robinson playing with two fouls. Runs down his sixth rebound in the corner and gets it off to Coster. Pushes it up the floor to the trailer for another three. Tech Meyer, no good. And Hall brings down the rebound. Up the floor, Hay on the right side. Those are the kind you like. It was a good look, a chance to get back-to-back threes, get the rowdies in it. It didn't happen. Guido now open three. Schwartz got screened, and it's up and in. First bucket of the ball game for Giovanni Guido. 23-14, Millard West. Koski over on the left wing. Hand check. Yeah, they're going to call that. A little mismatch there. Ryan Koski against Omid Sudiki, 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 Omid Sudiki. Sorry about that, Omid. But he gets the foul, and that's going to be his first of the basketball game. But we're in the bonus. That's nine fouls on Millard West. Four have been called on Carney High. And Ryan Koski, who hit a bucket in the first quarter, forced a couple of nice uh, a turnover and a rebound that led to buckets. We'll shoot a one-on-one. Carney was three of six in the first quarter. Millard West has yet to shoot one, and they missed the front end here. And the man who committed the foul, Sudiki, gets the rebound. Off to Hay. Hay sees a little sliver of opening. Drives, dishes to Burling. Missed the layup. Schwartz with the rebound. Long outlet. Got it to Coster. The layup is good. Coster had to pick up the pace to go get that ball that was just kind of thrown down the floor, but it worked. And it's 23-16, West by seven, open three. Hay decides to drive, and then Robinson just got his third foul. Robinson's not supposed to be out there on Hay, but nobody was there. And Hay knew it, and he drove on him. And now Shiloh Robinson is on the bench with three fouls. Carney doesn't have much for height that can go in there and help out when he's not in the ball game. His brother, Joaquin, is 6'3". Jake Scala is 6'6", but... None of them will play like Shiloh, and he'll learn that throughout the year, how to stay out of foul trouble, hopefully, if Carney's going to be successful. I'm shocked if Millard West just doesn't immediately pound the ball inside, which they're not doing off the inbounds. They have passed it around the perimeter here. They've got Burling leaning inside there. They got it to him. He hit the rim on the way up. It's no good, and Devin Coble will get the rebound. He did a heck of a job battling in there, but... If they expect to go one-on-one with him all night, a problem. Carney tries a skip pass, throws it away again. Shea Wyatt, and then Wyatt has it knocked off the leg and out of bounds. Last touch by Carney. Eight turnovers for Carney High, and about half of those are steals from Shea Wyatt. Carney can't get lazy with the pass if they're going to try and skip it over the defense. Coming in now for Millard West. Got a fresh face in Ryan Hitchens, 5'9 senior. 
They are without their 6'3", senior Ryan Busher tonight. Injured coming into the ball game. Three by Wyatt off the inbounds is no good. Rebound brought down by Ryan Koski. Our injury report as Carney throws it away again on the fast break. Injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. High school hoops here on Classic Hits. 23-16, Miller West boys leading Kearney. They have the ball with 5.40 to go in the first half. Throw over the top of the zone, trapped to Christian Hall. In the lane, his off-balance jumper is no good. Koski corrals his fourth rebound. Up the floor to Trey Clevenger, who's re-entered. But Millard West has done a great job, for the most part, getting back on defense, limiting any transition for the Bearcats. With it, Koster takes it into the double team. It's blocked from behind by Burling. Shea Wyatt and Koster both end up on the ground. Second block from the 6'8 junior. And now back into the ballgame, Hunter Schnurley for Millard West. Tomorrow night, we're going to head north as Pleasanton plays Arcadia Loop City in Arcadia for our doubleheader. Inbounds pass for the Bearcats. In the left corner, Koski right back into that same corner to Techmeyer. Three covered. He drives and he got the foul call. Got by two guys, and then there was Burling, and the foul call will send Techmeyer to the line. So did they call it on Burling, or did they call it on the trailer? Jake goes to the line, one of two with four points. And the foul was called on Ryan Hitchens, his first, and the free throw is no good. And when you have a coach that shot about 85% from the line for his career, missing free throws unacceptable. Second free throw, missed them both. Rebound, Simon Hay. And Jake, who's normally very solid at the line, is one of four. The Bearcats are three of nine as a team. 23-16, Millard West by seven. They were up by as many as 15 out of the gate at 16-1. to Carney's been chipping away, nearly at the top of the key. Over to Hitchens in the right-hand corner, dribbles out of there with the left hand, wants to get it to Wyatt off the screen. And on the switch, Koski got in his way and will be called for the blocking foul. That'll be his first. And it'll be the sixth team foul on the Bearcats. Again, there was a lot of other action going on today in volleyball. UNK was beaten in five sets by Augustana. Wayne State was beaten in four sets by Southwest Minnesota. Hastings was a four-set winner over Missouri Baptist. They'll play again tomorrow. Turnaround 360. Simon Hay, no good. Rebound brought down by Koski, his fifth of the half. Gets it to Koster. Back to Koski, wide open at the top of the key. Tries to make a move on Schnerly, then dishes it back out to Clevenger against the man-to-man here of the Wildcats. So the scoring is stopped here for both teams. Clevenger weaves his way into the lane, kicks it over into the corner, but nobody wants to take the shot. Coble out to Coster for three. No. The rebound brought down by Brock Burling. Carney High can't just have one or two shooters out there. They had open looks and didn't pull the trigger. Coble, of course, probably not going to shoot from the outside. In for Robinson. What a nice move by Wyatt. He takes it to the rack, lays it up with the left hand, and scores. And we have got a timeout on the floor after the Wyatt bucket. 4.04 to go in the first half. Millard West calls our Nebraska Land National Bank timeout with the score. West 25, Kearney 16. 
At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Doug Dudo along with our producer engineer, Ed Smith. Glad to have you here at Kearney High School. Coming up on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, a recap of the first half of our ball game. We'll look at the stats. We'll look back at the girls' game. Kearney falls just short, 42-39. We hope to have a chance to talk with Coach Jason Boyd. They're playing JV right now in the other gym. Kearney throws it away. And coming to the other end, and a foul going to be called on Koski before the shot as trying to get to the other end was Colby Gomez to flush one home. Second foul on Koski, 10th turnover for Carney High. And as much as they hustled in the last couple of minutes of the first quarter, they've had a lot of those, what you would call, a coach would call a lazy turnover. Too many of those here in the first half. At the line for the first free throw of the game, Colby Gomez, because it's the one and one, and he'll nail it. Six points for Gomez. So the lead was 15. Carney High cut it down to 6, I believe it was, and now it's back up to 10. Second free throw on the way, and got them both. That's still only 7 points in the entire quarter for Millard West. We're halfway home. Into the ball game for Carney High is going to be Brock Marlette. They get it to him in the right-hand corner, kicks it to Coble. 17-footer, no good. Tries to follow his shot, kept it alive. Ends up in the hands of Cannon Coster, and Coster with his third board. One-on-one, kicks it back out to Marlette, swings it into the corner to Clevenger. Again, Robinson on the bench with three fouls, and Carney tries a little screen, but when you screen and your teammate is only a foot away, it's hard to make a tough pass that's caught, and Carney turns it over. Number 12 in a basketball game. Hitchens back in for Millard West, will control the basketball against Techmeyer, gives it off to Siddiqui. Siddiqui throws it across the court to Christian Hall. Now nobody on Hall. There's a mismatch out there. They try to lob it inside. Nobody's home for Millard West. Miscommunication, and the ball goes out of bounds. That's the first turnover of the quarter for West, their fourth of the game. Millard West 27, Carney High 16, 3.14 to go here in quarter number two. Bearcat basketball need to do something. Been on 16 for a long, long time. They have one bucket in this entire quarter, and that was a Techmeyer three that cut it to six at 20-14. to 14. Excuse me, there is two buckets. They have five points this quarter. Techmeyer with it between the circles, working on Hall, blows by him and scoops it up and in. Beautiful crossover by Jake Techmeyer. He's got six, 27-18 up the other way, driving in. Shea Wyatt missed the finger roll. Carney about didn't grab the rebound. Techmeyer, the last man there, got it. Up the floor he comes, gives it off to Coble, the trailer. Put it up too strong, no good. Tipping it around, and Marlette clears house. And the ball goes out of bounds off Millard West. A break for Carney. Marlette just took him out like bowling pins. Should have been called for the foul. And the Millard West bench is saying that. And we got a shoot a tie down here. So Carney caught a break. There's no doubt that that should have been Millard West basketball. 
So let's see if the Bearcats can take advantage. Marlette looking for the ball, but it'll be Coster to throw it up top to Brock as he popped all the way out as the outlet. Swings it over to Clevenger on the weak side, right side. Shea Wyatt on him. Back up top, Coster. Cannon with seven points so far for the Bearcats. Now getting not conservative, but very patient on offense. Coble running the high post over to Coster. Can he penetrate on Hitchens? Crossover drives the double team. And on the scoop shot, we got a grab on Hitchens, it looks like, as he got by him. Put that good crossover on him. And Hitchens will be called for his second personal foul. And that's now in the double bonus. So Cannon Coster, who is one of two at the line, will go to the line and shoot two. But the Bearcats need some help. They're just three of nine at the line. Coster to shoot two, and Cannon puts the first free throw up, and good. Eight for Coster. And here comes Guido into the ball game for Millard West. Hitchens will sit down with the two fouls. Gomez has three fouls for Millard West, so he's been down. And then he's back into the ball game right now. Kind of a risk for Millard West. At least they said he had three. I can't imagine he'd be in there with three, but he is. And the second free throw is good for Coster. And it is 27-20, so we'll have to check the fouls on Guido. I can't imagine Coach would play him with three with a lead and this much time left in the second quarter. With it is Hall. Christian between the circles, swings it over to Colby Gomez. About 26 feet away. They're spreading the floor, looking for a big guy to get in there, and a travel off the screen attempt. And Millard West will turn it over. So Carney High again trying to make a run, and if they could score on this possession, it will be as close as they've been since we tipped it off tonight. 1.49 to go here in quarter number two, 27-20. In a gym without a window, like many of the old ones, so they're used to that. Here's a backdoor cut. They get it to Coster. There's two men waiting. He weaves in between them, missed it, got it back, scored. That's what makes Coster so good. One of the many things, good body control, and the Bearcats have cut it to 5, 27-22. Trying to trap at the other end, in trouble with it, and stepping out of bounds is Guido. Great defense by Marlette. And Coble, I believe it was. Schwartz was over there as well. And they force a Millard West turnover. And can you believe it? If Carney scores here, it's a one-possession game. 27-22. Schwartz up the floor with it. Now the Millard West bench is very hot. They thought they got fouled, and we get a jump ball at the other end. The arrow points the way of Millard West. Simon Hay reached in and tied up Devin Coble. And I think if Millard West hadn't got the ball back right there, we might have seen a technical. I think they were kind of asking for it on the Millard West bench. Even the assistant coaches are saying, bring it back. Head coach saying, I don't think so. I want to keep after this. Clear the lane here for Simon Hay. Look for a backdoor cut, Shea Wyatt, but it's covered by Marlette. Ball kicked back up top with 55 seconds to go in the quarter. Almost stolen away by Marlette, and then a blocking foul called on Schwartz. Coach Baronic didn't like that one. Carson, his first personal foul. And a one-on-one coming up for Shea Wyatt. There have been some tough calls here for the Stripes in this first half. A lot of 50-50 calls. And if they're 50-50 calls, you're only going to make half the guys happy, right? 27-22, Millard West. They've scored just seven points in the quarter. After jumping out 16-1, they only have 11 points in the last 10 minutes. 
Shea Wyatt now to shoot the front end of the one-and-one. He leads the team with nine points. And the free throw is up and short. Rebound, pulled down by Marlette. Cole Burling tried to knock it away, did momentarily, but Marlette ran it down. Burling almost could have been called for the foul. Now Clevenger in the paint, doesn't want the shot, kicks it out to Techmeyer. Techmeyer runs into the defender, and we're going to get a foul called on Giovanni Guido, and that is his third. Guido with three, Gomez with three. And Jake Techmeyer will go to the line to shoot two. Jake trying to make amends for a one-for-four start at the charity stripe. And the lefty, deep breath, fires, and got it. Six in the quarter, seven in the game for Jake Techmeyer. 27-23. Bearcats have scored seven in a row. And can make it a one-possession game with another free throw. On the way, and good. So Techmeyer having a good quarter right now, 27-24. Will Millard West hold for one, 37 seconds to go. Shea Wyatt in no hurry. Across the timeline, gets it to Hay. Hay, left elbow, now drives the lane, puts the one-hand runner up off the glass and got it to go. Tough shot for Simon Hay, and that breaks the long scoring drought. 20 seconds, Carney throws it away, and then you've got a foul in the backcourt. Exactly what the Bearcats did not want to see. Marlette with his first, and now instead of Millard West getting the last shot, they get a bucket. Possibly two more here from the free throw line for Simon Hay. So they'd cut it to three and a chance to take it right back out to seven for the Wildcats. 16 seconds to go in the first half. Front end of the one and one. Hay, good. He's got five. 30 to 24. Ravetta Sanitation halftime report coming up next here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Second free throw, hanging on the rim and finally drops. In fact, Ryan Koski jumped up, came back down, and jumped up again before it finally went into the cylinder. Bearcats could use a bucket here, get two of those four back or three. 16 seconds, plenty of time to get something set up. They'll give it to Koster, try and clear things out for him. They doubled him and made it give it up at the end of the first quarter. Hay on him. Koster tries to push him off, goes right down the lane, draws contact, spins it up and in, but they say the contact occurred before the shot. He'll still get two free throws because we're in the double bonus. Five seconds to go in the half. Cannon Coster getting up a little ginger. May have banged the knee or the hip there. He is three of four at the line. Six in the quarter, 11 in the game. He'll shoot two. Needs him. The foul was on Simon Hay, his first. Coster's first free throw up and good. Kearney High girls coach Jason Boyd will be joining us here at halftime to recap their game. 42-39 loss to number two Millard West. We'll get his thoughts on it. It was a pretty good game for a loss on opening night, especially against number two. Second free throw now for Costa. Remember, there's still five seconds. It's up. Short. Rebound tip. Marlette has it. Marlette lost it out of bounds. Boy, he almost took out half of the Millard West bench. And now there's 2.7 here for Millard West to try and get a shot. Ryan Hitchens to throw it in. And he gets it into Wyatt. Wyatt across the timeline, tries to draw contact, throws it up no good. And we are 
at halftime. Millard West 31, Carney High 25. You're listening to Bearcat Basketball on Classic Hits and FlatRiverPreps.com. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. And welcome back to high school basketball here on Classic Hits 98.9. It's time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Halftime of our boys game. The score is Millard West 31, Kearney 25. But the Bearcats were down 16-1 to in the first quarter. They cut it to three, but right now at the half, down by six. Earlier tonight in the girls' game, Carney High led for five seconds. Unfortunately, it wasn't the last five seconds. 42-39, to 39, Millard West, and it was close all the way through the second half. Head coach Jason Boyd joins us, and for the folks that don't know, it came right down to the end. You had a chance to, to get a shot up. It didn't work. You had to commit another foul, and then uh, burned that timeout. I know was crucial, so you didn't get the five-second count. Made a layup with no timeouts in seven seconds, and uh, and when you needed a three, I think that was probably the play that you guys had designed coming down with 17 seconds. Is, was that the case? You were going to try and get the quick two and use your last timeout? It just didn't work that way? Uh, actually, yeah. I mean, I think they knew the stagger screen was coming. We've done that to Mariah a couple times, so we were going to... Um... We were actually going to slip it and then and then call a timeout and then we couldn't even enter it and so we couldn't run our stagger and then uh, and then yeah I had to use burn that timeout and then yeah, we have none left and all of a sudden a team comes out in a one two two with no one on, <laughs> inside the three point line and then we just threw it inside and, and you know and, and I knew at that time uh, it should be game over I, I, they they inbounded the ball which was surprising because they really shouldn't have at that point in time uh, uh, but yeah that that. You know, obviously, I mean, I'm I'm really happy with how the game went, other than how it finished. Um, but but I don't think a lot of people expected this from us. And and, and Millard West is the number two team in the state in Class A, and so uh, uh, pr- real happy with our kids and the effort that they that they put forth tonight. Uh, that's what we were talking about. 42-39, Carney High falls by three, and you're not usually always happy after a loss, but. A lot of the things, especially that we saw down the stretch in the fourth quarter, I was telling some of the Kearney fans between games, if this game was in January, probably would have won that basketball game, or at least the kids would have understood the situation maybe a little bit right. better. And if it wasn't against number two, I also said I thought if you played like this most of the season, you're going to win a lot of games. What do you think? We hope so. I mean, I, I think the key I think the key to tonight's game, we played that exhibition game against GI Northwest last week, and we turned the ball over a ton, and, I, and we didn't tonight. We took care of the ball except for late. But for the most part, we didn't have us. We didn't have us down for very many turnovers at all. 
Um, and and we that's got to be our style. We got to turn them over. We got to get steals. We got to create pressure. I mean, you saw tonight. Uh, you know, we we lost the game, and what we have thirty nine points. You yeah. know what I mean? And so uh, that's that's going to be the problem for us. Is we'll probably be in a lot of close games, and we got to find a way to win close games. Um, just because we're gonna we're having a hard time scoring in the half court, but we have to create some stuff with our defense for sure. Carney girls coach Jason Boyd joining us here at halftime of the boys game thirty one twenty five Millard West. Coach, what about your defense? Uh, sometimes if the other team has some tall kids and can throw over that trap, but uh, they didn't necessarily or weren't able to do that tonight. Thought your defense, especially in the backcourt and, and playing that trap, was pretty strong tonight. Yeah, I thought our rotation was pretty good. I mean, at times we didn't do it exactly how I wanted to. We kind of came up and left some people and let them throw it over the top of us. But, yeah, it, it caused them problems. And we have to. I mean, the reason we have to is because of our lack of size. I mean, we can't let a team get into the half court and just be able to throw it inside all day or we're done. And so our style is, and even when we zoned, we, we started in our we – thought, we, we thought it might be hard to pressure them in a full court. We tried it. And then we went back to a zone early, and they started, you know, they were prepared for that. They saw that on film because they had our film from our GI Northwest game, and they were going short corner and in. But we got out of that, went to our man pressure, trapped a little bit even in the half court in that, and you could tell that caused them problems. It made it tougher for them to look inside. They tried a high-low a lot and had a hard time with that. I mean, I think the best way to defend a high-low when you're small is just smother that ball up top and don't let them look inside. And I thought our kids executed the defensive game plan perfectly. Um, you know, we, we got to get better offensively, obviously. Early in the game, we just really struggled to get organized, to get people set. We were running plays before people were even set where they're supposed to be and stuff like that, entering the ball before everyone was ready. And so we got to get better at that, but we will. And, and uh, I mean, it's nice to know you can still improve, and, and, and then you lost a close game against a good team. And so, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm real happy. I mean, I'm excited with – I mean, I'm not happy about the loss. Like you said earlier, it's a loss against a good team. And, and you just don't know what to expect as a coach when you first start off the season and what you're going to have. I, I've always, I told the kids afterwards, I've always believed that, that, that this could happen, that we could play good teams close with this group. We have some athleticism, and we have a lot of kids that just know how to compete. We have a lot of kids that play multiple sports. I think that's a huge thing, too, that they know how to compete in multiple sports. Well, and you're going to get whoever. I, don't, I haven't heard a final. I don't know if you have of, of, who you'll play on, of who you'll play on Saturday, but it'll be another a good team, and, and you're not going to reinvent the wheel offensively between now and then. You graduate the leading scorer in the history of Kearney High School. Uh, it's, right. it's not all going to be there, but uh, what what are the things throughout maybe the first month that you're going to be looking for for this offense to get better? Threes can come and go, and Mariah obviously was hot in the second half, but what will you be looking for? I think pace. I mean, I think in, you know, we can create some turnovers, but when we're going, when we, when we don't, when we get a defensive rebound, we still want to push the ball and run our offense quicker and have better pace. And I thought it was too slow up the court. Um, we weren't always organized, but we get in the first cutter, you know, we're running a couple cutters. We're running uh, basically an offense that uh, Dana Altman always is head run. And uh, we just got to we got to get that first cutter second. We got to cut harder. Pacing of it all has to be better um, and more crisp. I mean, it's normal early. It's oh, normal yeah. early to be there, and so we'll get there. We hope um, we'll get there where we can hopefully average a little bit more than what we, we put up tonight. All right, Coach. Uh, we look forward to covering you throughout the year. Thanks for coming up. We'll see you again. Thanks, Doug. That's Jason Boy. Jason, the head coach of the Carney High girls, they fall tonight 42-39. to Mariah Rost hit four threes, had 14 points to lead the way. Eight for Alexis Michoud and seven for Ellie Dahlgren. Lauren Rongish led the way for Millard West with 17.
31-25, Millard West leads the boys game at the half. We'll look at the first half numbers after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Carney. Back on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report for Millard West. Simon Hay, five points, two rebounds. Shea Wyatt leads the way with nine points and a rebound. Christian Hall, two points and a rebound. Giovanni Guido, three points and a rebound. Colby Gomez, seven points and a rebound. Hunter Schnurley, three rebounds. Omid Sudiki, four points, two rebounds. And Brock Burling had two rebounds and two blocks at the half. 31 points for Millard West, 13 rebounds, 3 out of 5 at the free throw line, 3 of 7 from 3-point land, 2 blocks, 6 turnovers. For Carney High, Jake Techmeyer had 8 points and 1 rebound. Brock Marlette had 2 rebounds. Ryan Kosky, 2 points, 5 rebounds. Carson Schwartz, 1 point and a rebound. Devin Koble, a rebound. Shiloh Robinson, 4 points and 6 rebounds and was on the bench for about 5 minutes with his third foul. Cannon Coster had 12 points and four rebounds in the first half of play. 20 rebounds to go along with the 25 points on the board. At the free throw line, Carney finished a little bit better at the end. They are able to hit 5 of 8 in the quarter, 3 of 6 in the first. They're 8 of 14 now at the free throw line, 1 of 8 from three-point land, 13 turnovers. Millard West leads at 31-25, and you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. The second half is next. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Anderson Brothers can rewire your entire house or just add a handy outlet. We can fix an annoying drip or install a whole new kitchen and bath. We can change your furnace filter or convert your entire home to geothermal heat. After all, our name says it all. Anderson Brothers Electric, Plumbing, and Heating. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers. Neighbors serving your neighborhood for over 65 years. Well, it's a quick start here to the third quarter. Carney High turns it over, and then a missed layup at the other end, but a foul off that missed layup from Guido is going to be called to the Bearcats and Carson Schwartz, his second. So Millard West will inbound it, leading by six, and Wyatt, Nice his way down the lane, but the shot no good. Rebound, Koski, and then Wyatt knocks it away from behind. He didn't know he was there. Another miss, but a follow this time by Burling is up and in. The 6'8 junior 
gets his first bucket of the ball game. That's where I think a little concern has to be for West. They've got the height advantage. And Burling, without Robinson in there, didn't score. Techmeyer up and under. He'll answer at the other end, and he's got 10. So each team scores 33-27. Christian Hall up the floor. Bearcats playing man-to-man. Robinson on Burling, but he's got three. Guido and Gomez have three each. For Millard West, so plenty of whistles. Robinson steps in front, makes the steal, trying to get it into Burling, and then he's trying to dribble it up the floor. Goes to the ground to save it. Out to Koski for three. It's no good. No one's back besides him. And then a foul on Techmeyer as Burling grabbed the rebound, and Techmeyer tried to poke it away underneath the rim for Jake. That'll be his first. So both teams trying to get some tempo going here, but a little... Herky-jerky to start things. Beatrice, 38. Kearney Catholic, 24. That's at the half on ESPN 1460. And then we will have Thursday night football to follow. The Cowboys and Vikings scoreless midway through the first. Right now, Hall gives it to Wyatt. A lot of high pick and rolls. The ball dribbled off his foot, stolen away. Coster comes up with the steal. Up ahead to Robinson. Steps around the defender. Lays it up and in. Six points for Shiloh. 33-29. Millard West by four, but already two turnovers early here in the third quarter for the Wildcats. A four-point game. Again, the key is that Carney was down 15 out of the gate. Robinson trying to defend. Burling missed it. Robinson got the rebound. His seventh of the ball game. Hands it off to Coster. Outlet pass Clevenger, left corner. Looks for the cutter. Techmeyer got it to him on the left block. Good backdoor bounce pass. Out front three. Koski, Good. They ran it through Clevenger, and we have got a one-point game, 33-32, Millard West by one. Underneath, though, Burling left alone, and he'll make the layup. And then a timeout called by Millard West after the Burling layup. Your score with 5.46 remaining in the third quarter of play, Millard West, 50-35, Kearney, 32. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game, from swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back. See Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Despite the rough first minute here of the third quarter, Carney started on a 7-2 run, then Millard West scores and calls the timeout. So it's 35-32, Millard West, 5.40 to go here in the third quarter. Techmeyer up top, one-on-one, takes Hay, left-handed scoop shot off the glass and in. And Jake's starting to feel it. He's got a dozen points, and it's a one-point game on the scoreboard here at the new Carney High Gymnasium, 35-34. Hayes swings it over to Hall. Hall's been held in check since the first quarter. Over to Burling, trying to back it on Robinson. Oh, they called a cheap one on Robinson, and that's his fourth. He didn't foul him. Coach Baronic can't be happy. Take that one to the film room. 
Shea just bodied him up, backed up, backed up, backed up, backed up, never swatted his hands. And Burling will go to the line to shoot two. He's got both buckets here in the third quarter for Millard West. And the free throw's no good. That is the fourth foul on Shiloh Robinson, and they won't come any cheaper than that one. And again, we can all go look at the film and see exactly what happened. But from our vantage point, right below us, it looked, and you're watching him, don't do anything. That's going to get you in trouble. But Shiloh's now down with 5.17 to go in the third. Second free throw, no good. So maybe a little bit of fate as both are missed. And Devin Coble, who came in for Robinson, gets the rebound. The Bearcats looking for their first lead of the season right here. Coster on the dribble into two team two teammates. Then missed it. Tipped again, no good. Third time, no good, and he's fouled. Coster battling, getting two offensive boards. And Shea Wyatt, his first foul. That'll be the first on the Wildcats. And Coster with a dozen points in the first half. He is four of six at the line. A chance to tie the game. Coster spins it, spins it again, fires it. Drains it. All net for Cannon Coster. And this game is tied for the first time since the opening tip. 35 all. Five minutes to go in the third quarter. Now Carney looking for their first lead of the season. Coster on the way. Bearcats lead. 14 for Coster. A dozen for Techmeyer. 36-35, Carney High, who was down 16-1 to in the first quarter, have come all the way back with plenty of game to go. A three-pointer for Gomez at the other end is no good. The rebound is grabbed by Clevenger. Long outlet pass. They get a reverse layup, but before Coble's shot, he is fouled. So Carney hustles him back to the other end in transition, and it's going to be Gomez, and that's his fourth. Third, that's the key. Okay, it is his third. They had posted it wrong in the first half, so we apologize on that. But Colby Gomes, Gomez with his third foul, not his fourth. And Carney will get it underneath their own hoop. Coster to throw it in, lobs it up top to Techmeyer, covered by Wyatt, over to Clevenger, who hasn't shot the ball yet. He'd rather get the assist, give it off the pick to Techmeyer, and he runs into a couple of players, and we've got a foul on the defensive switch on Shea Wyatt. So two quick ones on Wyatt after a clean sheet in the first half. Shea was very impressive in all facets of the game in the first 16 minutes. Carney underneath their own hoop again, leading by one. Coster tries to lob it in. Well-covered Techmeyer had to throw it off of Schnurley to save it. And now Coach Drake Baronic looking for the same play call, it looks like. This time, though, they'll take it out on the side. Coster gets it into Koski on the left wing. Turns his back to the bucket. Has people coming from behind, got rid of it to Clevenger. Back up top off the pick to Techmeyer, right elbow, double-teamed. Kicks it back out to Coble behind the arc. Siddiqui is back in and will guard him in a man-to-man here for Millard West. Spin pass down low. What a great grab by Coster. He'll score on the assist from Clevenger. Cannon Coster now with 16, but Clevenger put a lot of English on that cue ball as he got it underneath on the baseline, and now Techmeyer will get a steal at the other end. The momentum has shifted here in the third quarter. Carney has outscored Millard West 13-4. Techmeyer coast-to-coast. Give him two more. Millard West might need a timeout. It's 40-35. Bearcats by five. Down by 15. Now up five. 
And the coaches are giving the players an airfall, and Hay lost the dribble, kicks it into the corner to Schnurley. Back to Hay, right corner, he stepped out of bounds. And frustration is set again for Millard West. And a timeout will be called, Millard West. Coming unraveled here in the first four minutes of the third quarter of play. Four points, four turnovers. Carney high, one turnover, 15 points. 3.37 to go in the third. The Carney Bearcats, 40. The Millard West Wildcats, 35 on KKPR-FM. Carney, Hastings, Grand Island. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. Listen, college should introduce you to new ideas. It should open your mind to a world of possibilities. You can get access to real-world opportunities at Hastings College, where the world and you align. Find us at Hastings.edu. PlatteRiverPreps.com is your source for high school sports results and updates seven days a week. Covering over 70 teams across central Nebraska, whether you're a high school athlete, a proud parent, or a sports fan, you'll stay on top of your teams at PlatteRiverPreps.com. With our producer-engineer Ed Smith, I'm Doug Duda, our Sarah Care moment of the game. The Carney Bearcat 15-4 run, and it's not over yet to start the third quarter. Brought to you by Sarah Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter. With locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York. Serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Sarah Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. Kearney High has the ball at a 40-35 to lead over Millard West in a game they once trailed 16-1. to Techmeyer tries to take his man one-on-one, got tripped up, kicked it out to Koski into the lane, and a blocking foul going to be called on Shea Wyatt. Bang, bang. For a minute, I thought they were just going to let the play go, but when Koski's layup ended up being an air ball, they said there's some contact. And for Wyatt, he's got three fouls, and they've all been here in the third quarter. So Coach Baronic. A little minor switch in there to help his ball club out. And at the line to shoot two will be Koski. He's 0 of 1 at the line. Has five points and a three-pointer earlier in this quarter. Earlier tonight, Millard West hung on to beat the Kearney girls 42-39. to And the free throw, Koski, is good. So after that atrocious 3 of 9 start, the Bearcats are 11 of 17, which means they've made their last eight free throws. So we'll see if they're able to keep it going. Koski looking to finish it off here with his second one. On the way, and good. Five and a quarter, seven of the game, and Carney with their biggest lead at seven. 42 to 35. It's a 17 to 4 run for the Bearcats. Christian Hall swings it over to the right side to Simon Hay. Off the screen, Burling at the top of the key. They do not pass it to him. Hay holding, holding, finally puts the ball on the floor. Good defense by Trey Clevenger. Doesn't let him go anywhere. Kicks it back out between the circles. Guido with it. Off the screen, drives, kicks the corner. Hall. He can't get a three away to Burling at the left elbow. Thought about it. Stutters. Comes into the lane. The leaner from eight is good. Brock Burling has all six Wildcat points here in the second half. 
42-37, Kearney High. 2.40 to go in the third. Clevenger with a basketball over to Koski right in front of the Bearcat bench. Off the screen, Coble comes through, no pass. Keep it on the right wing. Now back up top, Cannon Coster. Coster guarded by Hay. Hay trying to get that long arm out there. He's got some good length to him. Over to Koski, puts his head down, draws the double team, kicks it to Clevenger. Trey for three, it's too strong. Burling will grab the rebound off the Bearcat. Missed three-pointer and a foul in the backcourt. Clevenger frustrated. Went for the steal, and that'll be his second personal foul, third team foul. He's back out. Carson Schwartz is back in for the Bearcats. But Trey's got to take that shot. He's not going to shoot a lot. There's no doubt about it. He's one of those guys that he's not in there to score a lot. But when you're that open, you have to shoot it once in a while to make him guard you. And Nordwest now can come back to within a possession of the bucket here. Christian Hall, up top, Burling, top of the key, guarded by Coble, the Bearcats, man-to-man. Hall, down to the right-hand corner, got through the hands of Gomez, but he tracked it down before Coster could grab it. Back out top, they'll reset the offense. Millard West goes to the left wing with Guido, down on the block, they get it to Burling, he is double-teamed, and he walked. Looked like he had the tennis shoes with the roller skates on the bottom when he caught it, nobody was bumping him. They doubled him so that he wouldn't drive the baseline, and he just... Slid. Turnover number five of the quarter after having six in the first half and one-on-one. Here's Techmeyer, and he switches hands and scores. Techmeyer is beating his man one-on-one, eight and a quarter, and 16 in the game for Jake Techmeyer, and Hall almost walked to the backcourt. In fact, the officials started to call it reconsidered. Hall underneath, Burling grabs it, knocked away, Coster. Coster stripped him as he went up for the shot. Cannon brings it to midcourt, gets around Hall, three on two, four on two, all the way. It's good. 46-37, the Bearcats by nine with an awesome third quarter. And at the other end, Carney, a reach-in foul in transition as Guido made the jump pass to the left wing. It's Ryan Koski, his third, team's fifth here in the half. Shea Wyatt back in. Carney now on the floor. Brock Marlett's back in. So Marlett, Clevenger, Coster, Schwartz, and Coble to throw it in. Simon Hay looks for Wyatt into the right-hand corner. Schwartz on him, puts the ball on the floor, comes into the lane, drew the foul on Coble, and finishes. And Shea Wyatt talks to the Rowdies. Don't want to do that. Shea Wyatt with his first bucket of the second half has 11. He's 0 of 1 at the line. Tries to complete the three-point play here. The foul on Devin Coble. Say his his first. And the free throw is short. And the Rowdies love it, but an offensive rebound is grabbed by Colby Gomez. And then a three on the wing. Wyatt can't get it. Then Gomez trying to get another one goes over the back. And that is four on Gomez. 101 to go in the third. Carney 46, Millard West 39. And Millard West might try to pick up the intensity here a little bit with their guard play. I think they're going to pressure the ball now in the backcourt. So Gomez out, Schnurley in, Schnurley, Burling, Wyatt. Also in there is Guido and Hay. A minute to go here in the third quarter. The Bearcats have scored 21 in the first seven of this second half compared to just eight for Millard West. 46-39, Carney High. 
Big win on opening night last year in the old barn against Creighton Prep. As we talked with Coach Baronic at the Doug and Daddy Show yesterday, a lot of emotion last year. They have to find that emotion here, and Carney turns it over on the inbounds. That's their second turnover of the quarter. Hey, coast to coast, up and under, no good. Tough shot, rebound brought down by Coster. That'll be his eighth. Fast break the other way. Clevenger finishes. Trey Clevenger with his first bucket. It all started with a great play at the other end by Cannon Coster. 48-39, the Bearcats back up by nine. 30 seconds to go in the quarter. Swing it over to Schnurley on the left wing. Not a shooter. Back up top to Hay. Is a shooter. Guarded by Clevenger over to Schnurley. 20 seconds to go. Dump it down just inside the three-point arc left corner. Trying to draw the charge as Coster and Burling just fell down. Lost the basketball. Here's Clevenger three on three. NBA move won't go. Rebound brought down by Simon Hay. Five seconds to go. Wyatt at midcourt. Wyatt. Oh, a technical foul call on the Millard West bench. That's going to cost him a chance at a layup. Horrible timing by Millard West. If you want a tee, you don't do it there. Three seconds to go in the quarter. They just made a great play at the other end, had a chance to finish the quarter on a layup. And now Cannon Coster will go to the line to shoot the technicals. And the first free throw for Coster, and they're going to get the ball with three seconds. This could be a seven-point turnaround. Free throw good. You hit the two, you hit a three, you denied what Millard West looked like was going to be a layup. Man, everybody has to learn a little on opening night. Second free throw, Coster. Missed it. Got one of two. Seven in the quarter and 19 in the game for Cannon and a 10-point lead for the Bearcats and the ball at midcourt with three seconds to go here in the third. Clevenger to throw it in, looking for Coster. He's got it. He'll have to put up a fadeaway three. It's off the mark, and that's the end of the third quarter of play. Carney 49, Millard West 39. It's opening night Bearcat basketball on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Well, Carney High did about everything right, and Millard West did about everything wrong in that third quarter. The Bearcats outscore them 24-8. to Carney had 25 total points in the first half. They were 5 of 6 at the line, now 13 of 20. 0 of 3 for Millard West. They're now 3 of 8. Millard West had 7 turnovers. Carney 2. Millard West gets the ball to start the fourth quarter. Biggest deficit of 10. Pick and roll. Burling lays it up and in. Brock has eight of their ten points here in the second half after not scoring in the first half. And all this going on with Shadow Robinson on the bench with four fouls. In fact, he had three in the second quarter and sat for three minutes. He's still on the bench. Tech Meyer gives it off 
to Coble. Outside the arc, right side of the key. Down to Carson Schwartz, back up top to Koski. Starts to drive, they let him go, and he scores. The C parted, and Ryan Koski has nine, and the Bearcats are up 51 to 41. Shea Wyatt, top of the circle. Crossover three. It's short that time. Long rebound comes out to Carson Schwartz, his second. Schwartz will cross the timeline and run into Shirley. Give it off to Coster. Starts to drive on Hay. Lost the handle. Turnover number 16 for Carney High. Taken back by Techmeyer. Puts up a circus shot. No good. And then we've got a foul underneath. And the foul is going to be on Cannon Coster. His first, the team's seventh. Six have been called on Millard West. So free throws the rest of the way here. 51-41, Carney. At the line, Shea Wyatt. He is 0 of 2, but has 11 points to lead the way here. For Millard West, 8 for Burling, 7 for Gomez. With the Rowdies right behind him, he'll put the free throw up calmly and stroke it in. We're back here at Kearney High for the Kearney High Wrestling Invitational Saturday afternoon. Coverage will start at around 3 o'clock. So join us for that. The Bearcat ranks second in the state. Second free throw on the way, and it is good. So Shea Wyatt hits them both. He's got 13, 51-43, Kearney High. Back over on the right side with it is going to be Techmeyer. Techmeyer wants to take his man one-on-one, and he's hitting some tough shots, and Guido with the fouls, having trouble defending him. 18 for Jake Techmeyer, but that was a pretty tough shot. At the other end, the shot up, and it is in. Schnurley knocks it down. Hunter with his first bucket, hustling back the other way. 53-45, Carney High, 6.20 to go. A lot of time. The game has had two monster runs in it. A 16-1 run to start the game for Millard West and a 17-4 run in the third quarter by Carney. The defender falls down, driving in. He's going to be Techmeyer coming in from behind to steal it away as Shea Wyatt. Wyatt, two on two, all the way, lays it up and in, and a foul. Oh, the foul from half court. Carney's not going to like that. The two officials were right underneath the bucket. The foul was called from half court. Wyatt now, who just hit the two free throws, has four straight, 15 points, and can cut the lead to five. So Carney High, who had started to take care of the ball a little bit better already, three turnovers here in the first two minutes. And the free throw by Wyatt. Takes a lot of time, puts it up, and good. So Shea already with five of the quarter, 16 in the game. And the Wildcats have quickly cut that 10-point deficit in half. 53-48 Bearcats. Just under six minutes to go. Carson Schwartz gets the ball in the hands of Jake Techmeyer. Remember when we're done here, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Final stats, a chat with Coach Drake Moronic and Moore and Christian Hall. Trying to double up on Koski. Just couldn't get his feet set. And that'll be the second foul on Hall. And at the line to shoot the one-and-one will be Koski. Ryan, nine points, two of three at the line. Seven of the points here in the second half. This is KKPR-FM, Kearney Hastings, Grand Island, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. 
Koski.com. Koski puts the free throw up, and it is good. He'll get the bonus. Second free throw. As soon as they get in the ball and everybody gets adjusted. Is on the way, and it is good. So Koski hits two big ones. He's got 11 points. The Bearcats with three different players in double figures. Techmeyer with 18. Koster with 19. Koski with 11. And it's 55-48. Carney High with the lead by seven. Five and a half to go. Running a high one for Schnurley. Gets it over here to Hay. Guarded by Schwartz, pushes him out towards the top of the key and gives it off to Hall, who quickly gets rid of it to Schnurley, trying to get it to Hay. Oh, they had the big fella Burling inside and didn't throw it to him. They got to get it to him. Hay from the free throw line took the jumper, no good. Burling got the rebound, put it up and in. Jake Techmeyer on a switch was given up about a foot down low to Burling, and they just wouldn't throw him the basketball. So he got it himself off the miss, 55-50, and Coach Drake Baronic wants to call a Bearcat timeout and get Shiloh Robinson with the four fouls back into the ball game. 5.04 to go in the contest. This 30-second timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with the score, Kearney 55, Millard West 50. Hastings College offers many great things, tons of scholarships, more than 60 majors, and people who will help you succeed. And Hastings is a great college town. You've got to check it out. Go to Hastings.edu to find out more. PlatteRiverPreps.com is your source for high school sports results and updates seven days a week. Covering over 70 teams across central Nebraska. Whether you're a high school athlete, a proud parent, or a sports fan, you'll stay on top of your teams at PlatteRiverPreps.com. On ESPN 1460, after three quarters of play, it's Beatrice 57 and Kearney Catholic 44 in the NFL. 11 minutes to go in the second quarter. Minnesota 3, Dallas nothing. We'll have that game for you right after the Cardi Catholic game on ESPN Radio. 5.04 remains in the basketball game with our producer engineer Ed Smith, Doug Duda, with you on the opening night of the 2016-17 season. And Carney high out of the timeout, turns the basketball over in two seconds. That is not what they had drawn up. So turnovers have been big in the second half. Millard West had a bunch of the third. Carney started off on the wrong side of that here in the fourth. 55-50, the lead down to five. Bearcats, Shea Wyatt working, and Schwartz just fouled him. First he poked it away, went after it, didn't get it, and then he committed the foul. That's the third on Carson, and that's just learning for the young sophomore there. Shea Wyatt was going to work him until he either got by him or drew the foul. And Wyatt will go to the line, shoot another One and one, three for three in the quarter. And the front end is up and good. Almost looks automatic now for Wyatt, who has six in the quarter and 17 in the game. But outside of Wyatt and Burling, the rest of the Millard West roster has two points in the second half. 4.44 remains in the game, and the second free throw is good. And it is Carney High, 55 Millard West 52, the Cats have scored, the Wildcats have scored seven in a row. Clevenger trapped the ball, stole it away to the other end, two on one. Hayes layup cuts it to one. 
What we just saw in the third quarter from Carney has turned into Miller West. It's a one-point game, and now the ball in the hands of Coster. Up top, Robinson. Top of the key, takes it in on Burling. Off balance, throws it up and in, and draws the foul. He got lucky that the ball went in, but it wasn't luck the movie made to draw the foul. Burling's second personal foul, and it is the eighth team foul, and Shallow Robinson, who sat the final five minutes of the second quarter, the final five minutes of the third quarter, and the first three minutes of the fourth, so he's been down for 13 minutes, gets his eighth point, and the free throw makes it nine. So a key bucket there for Robinson to make it 58-54 and snap that 9-0 run by Millard West. 4.15 to go, and another game that could come down to the wire, as the girls did. 42-39, Millard West won it. Here's Christian Hall to the high post, kicks it out, three-pointer, Gomez got it. Colby Gomez with his second three. He's got 10 points in the game. 58-57, a one-point game again. Carney by one. Koski drives, got shoved in the back. Doesn't matter, he scored. Nobody helped once Ryan Koski got by his man all the way out at the top of the key. In fact, about the 26-foot line, he lost his man, and everybody stood and watched him go to the hole, and once he got there, they shoved him. And that'll be the third on Brock Burling. Two quick ones there on the 6'8 junior. Ryan Koski now a chance at a three-point play. He's got six in the quarter. And it's on the way, and in and out, no good. Schnurley will grab his fourth rebound and quickly get it to Hay. Hay, Schnurley, Hall, along with Shea Wyatt and the big fella, Omid Sudiki, is back in. The 6'5 senior. Millard West tries to be patient here and look for a good shot with three and a half to go in a game. Sudiki trying to dribble, dribbled off his knee, and Robinson picked it up the first turnover in the fourth quarter for the Wildcats. Techmeyer up the floor, sees the lane, kicks it out to Clevenger, right corner three, in and out, no good. Coster got the rebound, but I think they call him for the push-off. The second on Cannon Coster. The double bonus now for both teams. Carney has struggled from the three-point line. In fact, neither team has been great. Millard West, I have four for 11. Carney, I have two for 12. And at the line to shoot two will be Simon Hay, one of two with seven points. And the free throw is up and in. So Millard West is doing the job, hitting their free throws here in the fourth quarter. They were three of eight coming into the fourth quarter. And right now they are six of six. That's kind of what the girls did. The Millard West girls were three of seven going into the fourth quarter tonight and then made all eight of them. 3.20 to go in the contest, 60 to 58. Carney High, second free throw for the Wildcats. Hey, and hey, hey, he knocks it home. Nine for Simon, a one-point game. Carney trying to maintain the lead. Long pass to half court to keep it in the Bearcat possession. Over to Techmeyer, and they threw the all over and back. Techmeyer had not got into the front court yet, hadn't got both feet over. And another Carney turnover. They're sixth of the quarter unofficially. They're 21st of the game. Only had two in the third quarter when they made that run. And now Millard West tries to get the lead back. Robinson's got to get out of there. Almost committed his fifth. They lob it down to Burling, and he did commit his fifth. He was up top trying to guard a guard at the top of the key. And by the time he got back down, Burling already had it. And Shiloh will foul out of the contest tonight with nine points, seven rebounds, 
And he did that in, let's say, three, six, nine, about 15 minutes of work. And two free throws. Burling hits the first one with 3.03 to go. And that's going to tie the basketball game up at 60. Brock with all 11 of his points in the second half. And now a chance to give Millard West the lead back. They were down 10 in the fourth, and he nails it. 12 and a half for Brock Burling. Millard West retakes the lead, 61-60. And they are on a 16-5 run, and Carney is going to use another timeout. They have two remaining. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Millard West, 61. Kearney, 60. 3.03 to go on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. There's a lot of talk and worry about insurances these days. And a question like, is my doctor in network with Blue Cross Blue Shield is far too common. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery wants to let you know that we are and will continue to be in network with Blue Cross Blue Shield, along with many other insurances. With items like on-site x-ray, MRI, and casting and bracing, New West has what it takes to take care of you. Call New West Sports Medicine to schedule your appointment today. No referral necessary. Doug Duda back with you here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Tomorrow night, Pleasanton is at Arcadia Loop City, our doubleheader at around 6. Saturday, the Kearney Wrestling Invite at 3. We will also be bringing you Kearney Catholic and Holdridge at 345. The doubleheader starts Saturday on ESPN. Right now, the Kearney Bearcat boys trail for the first time in over 8 minutes. 61-60, they have the basketball cannon Coster. Good behind-the-back move, takes it down the lane, and he is fouled. Schnurley says, I didn't foul him. He came over from the backside and blocked the shot, but our officials said, yes, you did, and Hunter will pick up his third. It was close. It was a pretty good play by Schnurley, and Cannon Coster, 19 game-high points, goes to the line, needing a couple here to put the Bearcats back on top. Takes his time, fires it up, and we're tied. 61 all. What a game of ebb and flows tonight. It was 16-1, Millard West out of the shoot. Kearney High cut it to a possession right before half and then trailed by six at halftime. Outscored Millard West 24-8, and the third went up 10, and now we're tied again. Second free throw. We're not tied anymore. Cannon Coster hits them both. He's got 21 in the basketball game, and he's put up 12 free throws and hit Nine of them, it looks like. I'll have to recount that. Maybe it's 10 of 13. Up top, Gomez over to Wyatt. Shea has been a thorn in the Carney Bearcats' side. Tech Meyer on him. Crossover dribble. Takes it right to the rack, but missed it. Short-armed it on the reverse layup. Coster got the rebound, and he's fouled. Cannon Coster will come to the other end after grabbing his ninth rebound and shoot two. Both teams were the double bonus. Brock Burling just got his fourth, and he was irate as well. Might have been one of those where there was a foul because three Millard West players were trying to tie up Coster underneath his own hoop. And somebody got him, and they called it on Burling. Two shots now for Coster on the way, and it is good. 62-60. to Ten of 13 with that make. From the free throw line for Cannon. Second one, good. Four big free throws for the Bearcats. 
64-61, the lead three with two and a half to go here in what's been a very entertaining up-and-down game on an opening night of the season on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Hope you're enjoying it. Doug Duda with you from Kearney High. Millard West spreads the floor again. Burling's in there with four. Gomez is in there with four. Giovanni Guido is in there with three. Hay looks for Guido, clears it out. Hay drives, draws contact, missed the shot. And the rebound, Colbo and Costa are there. Costa grabbed it, then it's knocked out of his hands by Guido out of bounds, but it's still Carney basketball, and that'll give Costa the double-double on opening night, currently with 23 points and 10 rebounds. Full-court pressure will now be applied by Millard West. Colbo, Clevenger, Costa, Techmeyer, and to throw it in, Ryan Koski. Koski looking, looking, trouble. Finally fires it to Techmeyer in front of the Millard West bench. Right back to Koski, trying to clear it out. They double the ball to Koster. Carney does not take the long pass. Koster continues to dribble, attacks the rim. Finger roll no good. Rebound brought down by Burling, his seventh. He'll give it to Hay. They've got numbers three on two. Dishes it to Gomez. Missed the runner. Rebound brought down by Koski. And now he's in trouble. We'll get a jump ball. The arrow points the way at Carney. Koski was trying to call timeout. But the arrow still points the way at Kearney. And that was a big miss by Millard West. The keys to success coming down the stretch brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer, where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information to help get the most out of every acre? It's easy. Pioneer.com and your mobile Pioneer.com and your smartphone. The great seeds to success for a better yield start with Pioneer. And down the stretch, just like any game, Carney has to take care of the basketball and make free throws. Millard West got enough athleticism to make one more push. 90 seconds to go. 64-61 Bearcats in the hands of Techmeyer against the man-to-man. They want a trap, but Carney's doing a good job of spacing. Coster out in the center circle. Hall all over him. Hand check. Coster drives around the defender. A flop. Missed the shot. No foul because there wasn't one. And Schnurley brought the rebound to the other end. Wyatt spots up for three. It is no good. And an over-the-back foul on Coble for Carney High. And Schnurley will be shooting. So Hunter Schnurley will go to the line to shoot two. Second foul on Coble. Kind of looked like Shea Wyatt might have walked while he was trying to get his feet set for a wide-open three, but they let it go. It would have tied the game. 64-61, Carney Schnurley's free throw is good. Hunter, his third point, and Millard West is going to burn a timeout while their man is at the line shooting. They have one remaining. Carney has two remaining. 107 to go in this contest. Carney 64, Millard West 62. Millard West has a free throw when we return from this Nebraska Land National Bank timeout. This is Mike Allison with Nebraska Land National Bank. Confidence in your bank has never been more important than today. Here at Nebraska Land National Bank, you can take solace knowing that we will always do the right thing to be fair with our customers. We work with our customers to tailor services to meet their individual needs and always have their best interests at heart. It's been a cornerstone of our culture from the beginning. We thank our customers and community for your ongoing confidence in us. Nebraska Land National Bank. Member FDIC. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. 
you'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. It's the home stretch. Our girls game went down to the buzzer. Our boys game looks like it's headed there as well. 107 to go, 64-62 Carney. Hunter Schnerly for Millard West to shoot his second free throw out of the timeout. It's up, it's in. Schnerly, four points, and they've all been here in the fourth quarter. Christian Hall checks out, and Giovanni Guido checks in for Carney High. Koski runs the baseline to throw it in. It's a one-point game. They were late breaking. Trouble, trouble. They tried to call a timeout. They didn't get it called. A five-second violation. What's the call? We are going to get a Carney timeout. The official by the Carney bench had the timeout called before the five-second violation. So the officials work together. And Carney High, though, has to burn a full timeout. They weren't ready to inbound the ball when they handed the ball to Ryan Koski, and that was part of the problem. They were late getting out of the break. And so the officials discuss it, just like football. You thought you had to delay a game, but no, there was a timeout, and that's exactly what happens here. Carney and Millard West each have one timeout remaining. This is a timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC, Thursday night football. The Dallas Cowboys have found the end zone. Dallas 7, Minnesota 3, 5 minutes to go in the first half. You'll be able to hear the second half of that game on ESPN 1460 and 1550 right after the Carney Catholic Beatrice game which the Beatrice boys are up double digits in the fourth quarter. Here, both teams have been up double digits. Millard West led by 15 in the first quarter. Carney led by 10 in the third. But now it's come down to one possession. Carney 64, Millard West 63. Carney ball against full court. Looks like man-to-man pressure not guarding the ball. And again, Carney doesn't break very well. Koski's got to throw it in. Finally lobs it to Coster, who came down off balance but kept the pivot foot. And now we'll dribble the ball up the floor through the double team. And his ball pass is stolen away. Stolen away by Schnerly. Takes it to the rack. Missed the layup. Koster follows and gets the rebound. And now he needs some help to get the pass out of there. Outlet pass to Clevenger. Two on two. Stolen away from behind by Shea Wyatt. Back-to-back turnovers. Eight in the quarter for Carney High. And now what does West do? They have it with 40 seconds. They can hold for the last shot. Carney did not move well without the ball. Wyatt decides to drive and score. Shea Wyatt got his defender on his hit. He drives and scores. They steal the inbounds and score again. Carney High is now down three and need a timeout, but a foul going to be called, trying to be aggressive in the backcourt. It worked once, but not the second time, and Simon Hay will get his second foul. Oh, what a change. Six straight points by Millard West. They're up 67-64. Not only did Shea Wyatt score, but then he stole the inbounds pass and scored again. So at the line, Jake Techmeyer for two important free throws. He was one of four, then nailed his next two, but hasn't shot in the second half. It's up, and it is no good. Oh, man, in the blink of an eye, Carney High could let this one get away from him. 18 for Jake. They need this one, though. 
foul and see what happens. It was 64-61 Cats. Now they're down 67-64. Techmeyer with the second free throw. On the way and got that one. So it's a two-point game. Full court pressure and a foul in the backcourt. They immediately get it into Shea Wyatt. He's the fastest kid on the floor, and he's been knocking the free throws down. He is 5 of 5 in the quarter, and he's got 11 points in the fourth quarter, 22 game-high points, and he'll get to shoot two here to try and make it a two-possession game with 22 seconds remaining. The foul was the third on Coster. Carney needs him to miss one. Shea Wyatt puts it up and missed it. And the first one always important because he might miss the second one. And then Carney High wouldn't have to take a three. Wyatt now as his team substitutes. Hall and Schnurley in there giving him a more guard look. And now are they saying Techmeyer? Well, it looked like a timeout. I don't know that Millard West wanted a timeout. Then they decided they wanted a timeout. And so they'll call the timeout, and it is the last one for Millard West. 67-65, Millard West, 22 seconds to go. We'll be right back. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. And we're back for the final 22 seconds of regulation. 67-65, Millard West with a free throw to go here for Shea Wyatt to try and make it a three-point game, and he did. It bounced around and went in. Now will Carney shoot the three, or will they go ahead and take the two? Techmeyer back to Coster. Coster drives the lane, draws the contact, scoops it up and scores. Trying to get a timeout. They don't get it called. Baseball pass to the other end. Shea Wyatt has it, and they foul him with nine seconds to go. 68-67. Carney was a little indecisive. They scored fast enough that they didn't have to call the time. Now, I think it was the right play. And then Millard West had trouble getting it in and finally went with the home run ball to Shea Wyatt. And he will shoot two. Up by one. The free throw is on the way, and it's good. So now a chance to make it a three-point game, and Carney would have to fire a three with nine seconds to go. And Carney has a timeout. Only Bearcats to rebound the basketball. Wyatt puts it up, and he got them both. It's a three-point game. Carney will inbound it to Techmeyer. Up ahead, Cole. He takes it in for a layup. Gets it timeout with 3.3. 2.9 is what it got to. Cole was so wide open that he took it in for the layup. And Coach Baronic would like to get a little more time on the clock, and he's also saying, my guy got fouled. So, kind of like what happened in the girls' game. Only the Bearcats didn't have a timeout. They were down three and shot a layup with seven seconds left and never got the ball back until there was a half second remaining. Timeout on the floor, 2.9 to go. That was Coble's first bucket of the ball game. I don't fault him. He was wide open, and he took it right to the rack. If he hadn't been so wide open, they wouldn't have made the baseball pass to him. 70-69, Millard West. The key will be 
when Shea Wyatt scored, and then Carney tried to quickly inbound it, and Wyatt stole it and hit a layup. He scored four points in two seconds, and Carney hasn't been able to tie it since then. So, Carney High going to have to foul and hit a miracle because they don't have a timeout. Or get the steal. If they could somehow get a steal, there's a chance they could get a decent shot up with three seconds remaining in a basketball game. New West Post game is next. Like to see the Bearcats, at least one of them. The girls lost a heartbreaker. We'd love to see the boys send the new gym into a frenzy here tonight. So here we go. 70 to 69, Millard West as they inbound at 2.9 to go. It'll be Giovanni Guido to throw it in. Cannon Coster will guard the inbound. Guido has it. Runs the baseline. Looks for Shea Wyatt. They get it in an immediate foul. Well, 1.1, which was more than should have ran off the clock, ran off the clock. I mean, they mugged Simon Hay. Jake Techmeyer did everything, but UFC him to the ground right there. And Simon Hay will go to the line to shoot two. What Carney High wants him to do is to make the second. The first one doesn't matter. But if he makes the second, you can inbound it. Free throw is up, and it is no good. Now you really hope he makes it. Carney's out of timeouts. Carney is out of timeouts. So if he makes it, Carney can chuck it down the floor. If he doesn't, it'll be a 70-footer. Simon Hay puts it up. And he made it. Carney High will have Koski throw it in. A three wins it. Koski throws it. Stole it away. Koster trying to get it. No foul, and that's the end of the basketball game. Shea Wyatt knew where to be on Cannon Koster and guard him on the double team. Koster just about got it tipped to himself at half court, but... Shea Wyatt knocked it away, and Shea Wyatt, without a doubt, the player of the game tonight. When he didn't, when he had a chance to let his emotions get away from him in the third quarter, he didn't, and he came up huge in the fourth quarter of play. And the final score: Millard West 71, and Carney 69. So Millard West wins them both tonight. The girls by three, the boys by two. Carney High will have to wait to see if it's Creighton Prep or Lincoln Northeast that they play in the consolation games in Omaha on Saturday afternoon. And I believe the consolation games are set at 1 o'clock. Problem is they're in two different locations. So uh, Carney fans will have to pick one or the other. We'll catch up with Coach Baranek, run down the final stats, and bring you all the action on the New West postgame show when we return to Carney High after this timeout. I can't get this darn radio to tune into the game. You know, Dad, you can just listen to the game on the computer at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Yeah, and I'm sure they want my credit card to pay per minute for something I could get for free if I could just get this radio to work. Actually, thanks to Barney Insurance, they stream free online. You can even download a podcast shortly after the game wraps up. Oh, sounds easy enough. What was the web address again? PlatteRiverPreps.com. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Chally at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. 
Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Insurance. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. And welcome back to uh, Kearney High School. Two down-to-the-wire basketball games here tonight. And it's time for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. And I think it'll be pretty easy for the coaches, when they look at the film, to go to their players and tell them why this game was such a roller coaster. Turnovers lead to points for the other team. In the first quarter, Carney turned it over seven times. They were down 16-1. to In the third quarter, they turned it over twice and went on a 24-8 run. In the fourth quarter, Carney turned it over nine times to Millard West's one, and you saw what happened. Millard West rallied from 10 down to win it 71-69. 26 turnovers, even on opening night, is not going to set well with any coach at any level with experienced ballplayers coming back. So... There's a lot of ball to go, but you want to point to one thing tonight. With all the hustle and all the fine play that we had out there, the Bearcat turnovers and a couple big ones that immediately led to points in the fourth quarter. And Millard West, just 14 turnovers uh, in the basketball game, but seven of those were in the third quarter when they couldn't score, when they were outscored 24-8. to So pretty easy to point to all kinds of stats, but that's one of them. And then the team's... Did much better hitting their free throws after slow starts. Uh, remember, Carney was 3 of 9 at one point, and they hit 18 of their last 21. And uh, going into the fourth quarter, Millard West was 3 of 8, and in the fourth quarter, Millard West was 15 out of 17 from the free throw line. So these guys and gals will remember the first varsity game that they played here in the new gymnasium, but they'll also remember that they started but you saw a lot of good stuff out here. I mean, remember, both of these boys' teams are ranked in the top ten, and the Millard West girls' team is number two in the state, and you had a total of five points separate them here this evening. We'll look at the final stats on the New West Post Game Show right after this. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences. Fun and innovative new meal options and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Carney. Okay, I'll talk to you. Back here on the 
New West postgame show. It's also over in Beatrice. The Kearney Catholic boys fall to Class B sixth ranked Beatrice by a score of 78-56. Kearney Catholic girls and boys are home on Saturday afternoon to play Holdridge. The girls gave it 345. The boys game at approximately 530. Saturday afternoon. You'll hear it on ESPN 1460-1550, taking you right into the Big Ten football championship game. Well, let's run down the stats that uh, I had for you. Man, man, oh, man, oh, man. I mean, you just look at it. Millard West scored 32 points in the fourth quarter. They had 39 in the first three. They scored 32 in the fourth quarter, 14 of those from Shea Wyatt. Simon Hay had 10 points, three rebounds. Wyatt had 25 points, one rebound. Christian Hall had two points and a rebound. Giovanni Guido, three points and a, week and a rebound. Colby Gomez, 10 points and three rebounds. Hunter Schnurley, four points, and those were all in the fourth quarter. And he had four rebounds in the contest. Also for Millard West, Omid Siddiqui was able to pick up four points and two rebounds, and Brock Burling, 12 points all in the second half, seven rebounds and two blocked shots. So four players in double figures, Wyatt with 25, Burling with 12, Hay and Gomez with 10 each, 13 rebounds in the first half, 10 in the second half, free throw shooting three of five in the first half, 15 of 20 in the second half, three-point shooting, three of seven of the first half, one of five of the second half, turnovers for Millard West, six of the first half, eight in the second half, just one of those in the fourth quarter. 31 points at halftime, 40 in the second half, 71 points, 23 rebounds, 18 out of 25 at the free-throw line, four of 12 from three-point land, two blocks, and 14 turnovers. Millard West wins the opener 71-69, and they'll get the Creighton Prep Lincoln Northeast winner Coming up on Saturday. For Carney High, Jake Tackmeyer, 19 points, two rebounds. Trey Clevenger, two points and a rebound. Brock Marlette, two rebounds. Ryan Koski had 13 points, seven rebounds. Carson Schwartz, 1.2 rebounds. Devin Coble, two points, two rebounds. Shiloh Robinson, 9.7 rebounds, was in foul trouble all night. Finally fouled out with 3.03 to go. And then I had Cannon Coster with 25 points, 11 rebounds. 20 rebounds in the first half, 14 in the second half. Free throw shooting, 8 of 14 in the first half, 13 of 16 in the second half. Three-point shooting for the Bearcats, 1 of 8 in the first half, and 1 of 4 in the second half. Turnovers, 13 in each half was the story tonight for the Kearney Bearcats, and they almost overcame that here tonight as they were able to score 25 points in the first half, and they scored 44 points in the second half to finish with 69 points, 34 rebounds, 21 out of 30 at the free throw line, 3 out of 12 from three-point land, 26 turnovers. Carney drops the season opener 71-69. They'll play the Lincoln Northeast Creighton Prep loser in Omaha on Saturday. We'll try and track down head coach Drake Baranek and be back with more on the New West Post Game Show right after this.
Aurora Cooperative wants you to be part of the A-Team. At Aurora Cooperative, we believe in our owners, value their equity, while running a competitive cooperative on their behalf. We do this by proactively putting owners' equity work every day. It's a cooperative building on new-age collaboration, forward-thinking in their ideas, which yields best-in-class results for our owners on their farm or their cooperative and ensures their future. To learn more about what it means to be an A-Team member, contact us at auroracooperative.com or stop in and see your local Aurora agronomist. Aurora Cooperative, putting owners' equity to work. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Take a look at some other scores as Coach Moronica makes his way to our position here. Not a lot in on the boys' side tonight. Wilcox Hildreth beat Elwood from our area. Burwell beat Fullerton. Palmer uh, beat Central Valley, but not much else uh, in tonight. We will take a look now at uh, what happened with the Kearney Eye Bearcats, with the head Bearcat in uh, Drake Baronic And, Coach, man, uh, for nothing else, it was exciting uh, here this evening, but uh, – so many points that you can point to for a, something at the end of the ball game, but uh, just didn't get out of the gates quick enough this evening. Yep. You know what? Um, there's a lot of ways you can take this thing, and we're going to take the approach. Of, we're going to learn from this situation. And uh, you know what I learned tonight about our teams? We're going to fight. It was ugly, ugly, ugly basketball, but we grinded, and we found a way to get ahead. And, uh, you know, things weren't easy. And I don't know, you know, when we get a program going in the right direction, um, you win ugly, and uh, it's hard to flip a script like we did there and had a 10-point lead there in the third, fourth quarter, and uh, then we just got to get under control again and uh, take better shots and, uh, you know, um, you know, just finish the ball game, but um, we find out that we're going to fight. Well, in only one year and one game, I throw a compliment your way again here, is that I saw a little bit of a uh, you and your team here because when they couldn't score and they were down 16 to 1 what got them started was taking it up to the very highest level that they could hustle wise defensive wise it was still tough to get a bucket but they made some scrappy rips down here on the defensive board and they got the ball back forced finally a couple of turnovers and it at least loosened it up for them absolutely you know you you get your offense going by making other plays everybody wants to press on offense that's that's not how it happens uh last year cannon doesn't go and get that offensive rebound steal and put back end one to get us off off of one point and uh you know we score. We had one point with like three minutes on the clock, and we come around and score 69. And uh, you know we know we're gonna be able to score. We got to play a little bit better defensively. But uh, you know what? You know it's it's sad for these guys, but you do you, you take a little bit of the reflection of your coach. And uh, you know these guys know that I got their back and they got mine. And uh, I couldn't be more proud of the, of the development that we had from year one to year two, and the fact that we're gonna battle in an adverse situation. This game had a lot of the making of Miller North from last year where, uh, you know, it just came out sluggish, didn't play that well, and we get beat by 12. Well, you know, we've made some improvements there. So, um, you know, uh, our goal is to be the best team at the end of the year, and uh, this this game hurts, but uh, it does not shy away from any of our goals as a team. And, and we talked about it last year. We beat Millard West, and we're the first ones sitting home, not going to the state tournament, and they're at the state tournament. And we're going to flip the script. But it's it's going to be us. And, uh, you know, 
um, they're going to, you know, we just flipped it. We're going to, we're going to flip that thing and we're, we're going to be the ones at the state tournament and maybe they're going to be, be the ones sitting home, but, uh, we want to be playing the best basketball at the end of the year. And, uh, all of our mistakes today were correctable. Um, you know, our turnovers, missed free throws, uh, you know, just is a sloppy basketball is correctable. There's teams sitting at home that, uh, you know, don't, um, have the capabilities that we have and they can't do anything about it. We can fix it. We're not in a bad place. So, um, you know, it's disappointing. We let one go. A lot of that's on, on our late game situation, which, which we didn't practice enough in practice and that's on me. And, uh, but, uh, you know, we're going to come away from this thing encouraged and uh, find a way to, to be a better basketball team. Another minute here with Kearney coach uh, Drake Moronic. What about uh, the turnovers? I'm guessing I had you for 26. I'm guessing we had you don't 25 wanna... according to us, but I mean, throw here one there, one who knows? You, you don't want to have more than that at any point in the season, yep. I'm guessing. And, and boy, I mean, Shea Wyatt's a heck of a ball player on the other side. You're going to see a lot of guys like him. Was, yep. was there one thing, though, that stood out tonight with the problems uh, in the turnover department? Uh, just not being comfortable in a full court situation. Um, you know, we've, we've preached run and run and run and run and run and run and run. Uh, but you got to be under control at a certain point. But the problem was, was they're getting turnovers at the middle of the K. You know, I mean, it's not like we're on office. It's not like we're on. To, it was before we even started. So, um, you know, it's just things where guys have got to be in roles um, a little bit more and, uh, you know, be sure of themselves. we got some guys that haven't had a whole lot of experience with some guys that have had a ton of experience. And it's going to take some getting used to and gelling together. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a tough environment to come into. And we're going to see what kind of what kind of guys we got and how they respond in practice tomorrow. Besides the the want to and the hustle and all that what were, what were a couple other positives that you saw tonight from your ball club um you know um one thing that uh you know uh just that resiliency is what sticks out in my mind is it's not going to go away um we battled through adversity we talked about before the game um i want to see uh if we're going to be a great team great teams embrace hard they they want challenge and uh, we're going to get another challenge tomorrow, probably going to Creighton Prep and playing at Creighton Prep, I'd assume. And, uh, you know, so we, we want a team that, that's looking for a tough situation and finding a way out of it. And uh, we found a way out of it. Now we've got to stay out of it. And uh, so, you know, I, I like the way that we finish around the rim. That's probably one other thing. I mean, Jake Techmeyer took some tough shots to the rim. Those are shots that he missed last year. Um, he put those babies in, um, you know, and, and – uh, Cannon Coster does what he did. I mean, his second effort today is so much better than it was a year ago. Um, and then he even had some third efforts. Yeah. And uh, when you put that type of athleticism with that skill set and give him an engaged effort and, uh, you know, one and two and three and four, um, good luck. Well, Carney High was able to turn 25-point run really in about 16 minutes from that three-minute mark we talked about in the first quarter to the 10-point lead at around the two- to three-minute mark of the third quarter. Let's just get this out of the way right now, and I'll let you get out of here because it could become a problem, and it could be a real fixable problem. But obviously, Shiloh is going to get put up against the big guy. And he's going to see even bigger guys than what Millard West had. And I thought a couple of them were, eh, you know, but that's what you're going to get. And you talked, when we talked with you on the Doug and Daddy uh, yesterday about his development, and he's still a young kid. So how much, when he doesn't, I don't know if you've got another guy you can work him with in practice. I mean, he's such a special talent down yep. there. But how do you keep out of foul trouble? Uh, you do what, uh, how many games of Connor and I have you done? <laughs> a few. How many times have we been in foul trouble? 
you you, you, get, you didn't get in foul trouble a lot, but you didn't foul out either. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it just comes with being smart and uh, knowing when to die. You know, when, when you got four and you got three, you can't come around and, and get uh, put a, a, a official in a position to make a bad call. Um, so, you know, we're going to continue to talk to him. And, again, he's a young player. I, I'm just so encouraged by how he finished around the rim. He looked good. Um, he you looked know, good. So um, his balance has gotten a lot better. His strength's so much better. Um, now we just got to get him out of foul trouble. Some other things we can do is, is we can dig with some guards and things like that, which we didn't do tonight because we were afraid of the three-point um, from Hay and Wyatt. But, uh, you know, we got some wrinkles that we can put in where he just stays behind and, and, and bodies him up and, and plays solid. But another thing that, that we were worried about is just defensive rebounds, and we rebounded like madmen. We really did, and that's a question mark for us. Um, you you want to see a sign of a tough team, see how many rebounds you get. And uh, if we did not rebound, we were dang close. I so, had you by about 10. Yep, and that's a couple of things we practiced, preached all year. And, uh, again, those are things that are hard to coach, um, want to and toughness and things like that. We can get better executing in late-game situations. I have no question. Um, we, we won a lot of late-game situations last year. Um, but uh, so that effort's there. And uh, we improved in some areas where there were kind of some question marks for us. Now, I thought that we probably would have been pretty good down the stretch. And uh, maybe that's the question mark for us now. But, again, we got Cannon Coster going to the, lay, uh, the lane two times for uh, a layup that he probably normally makes. And we're going to take that nine times out of ten. Um, with two minutes to go, we stretch that thing to a five-point lead, and the game's probably over. The thing lips out. Um, what do you do? So uh, we – we just we got to talk a little bit more about you know if you're going to take a late you got to make that thing otherwise we're going to run some clock and go to free throw line and knock them down but um, you know it's just it's 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 interesting how the game of basketball is. All right, Drake. Uh, good luck Saturday. We'll see you next week. All thanks, right. Thanks a lot, Doug. Appreciate you covering us. You bet, Drake Bronick, Carney Bearcats. You can hear Bearcat basketball most of the season. We're going to have them on ESPN fourteen sixty fifteen fifty, uh, but tonight here on Classic Hits ninety eight point nine. That's going to wrap things up for us here uh, again earlier tonight in the girls game. Uh, just as exciting, not as many points, but it was forty two thirty nine. Millard West, the defending state runner up, ranked second in the preseason, uh, able to get uh, two free throws with a half second left. Uh, Carney needed a three, made a layup with seven seconds and didn't have a timeout. But, I mean, it's not down to that point. I mean, Carney High was uh, just scrapping all night long, kind of a bucket behind all night, and finally got the lead but only had it for about five seconds and uh, fell tonight 42-39. to Mariah Rost had 14 points tonight for Carney High, eight for Alexis Mishu, seven for Ellie Dahlgren. Lauren Rongish led the way for Millard West with 17 points tonight. Nicole Harubi had nine rebounds to lead the way. And here are the boys' game, 25 points for Shea Wyatt, leads the way for Millard West, four players in double figures. Carney High got 25 points, 11 rebounds from Cannon Coster, 19 from Jake Techmeyer, 13 and 7 from Ryan Kosky and Shiloh Robinson in limited play because of the fouls. Nine points, seven rebounds, 71-69 Millard West. And you've been listening to the U.S. Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. Schedule your appointment today. For our producer, engineer, Ed Smith, I'm Doug Duda. Again, the Beatrice boys, a winner over Kearney Catholic tonight, 78-56. And our boys' final, Millard West, 71 Carney High 69. We'll see you tomorrow as Pleasanton travels to Arcadia Loop City, tip off at 6.